Good evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And this is the Coaches Show. Wally Langfellow along with the head coach Shannon Curry from the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. Well, Coach, um, I know you didn't want to uh, talk about an 0-1 start to the season, but I also know that uh, your team played a pretty good football game against a very good football team last Saturday in your loss in the opening game. Um, let's talk about uh, the start you got off to and uh, the feeling you had going into halftime with some momentum against a very good Augustana team. I was really pleased with the effort that the players played with. Uh, we, we oftentimes talk about the word strain, and that's different than effort. You know, effort is kind of a, a individual thing that benefits the individual. But when players strain uh, for their team and their teammates, their unit, you know, they're sacrificing themselves for their teammates. And I felt like we had a lot of guys straining um, on, on Thursday night and was really pleased with that. We had zero loafs on defense. Um, we played really solid defense, I felt, throughout the game. You know, we have some really young players playing in, in some key spots. And then on offense, I felt like we did move the ball and ran the ball successfully, um, you know, and scored some points. But obviously, you know, we had we had also opportunities, you know, to win the game. And we had, you know, four costly plays probably that uh, made the difference in a game like many games. It's, it comes down to a few plays. And uh, we had two turnovers that, that, that weren't helpful and then certainly a, a punt that wasn't um, good timing for a poor punt. We had a seven-point deficit at the time. But overall, I felt uh, encouraged by the play. I know we're a better team than last year. Uh, the sidelines, the energy, um, the way we responded to adversity was really, really good and, and something we can build on as we move forward. Trail 14 nothing. two and a half minutes to go in the first half. And um, you guys strike on a 68-yard drive. Um, and Connor Corditz caps it off um, with a 34-yard uh, pass to um, Jaheim Arnold, and then you get a touchdown from Gay, uh, from Gillard Flomo. You had to feel good going into the locker room. You were down seven, and then you come out in the second half, and you score right away to tie the game at 14, and you look like, hey, we might be in the driver's seat for this football game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think one of our, uh, our philosophy is to – um, control that end of this first half with our timeouts and clock management. You know, so we prefer to defer um, and to have the ball in the second half. And, and a lot of coaches, some of the great coaches, talk about the importance of the last four minutes of the first half and the first four minutes of the second half. And we're really focused on, you know, trying to play that first half in a way that we can score at the end of the first half. And then when you get the ball come out second half, obviously that's when great teams, you know, start to, you know, increase their lead or make a, you know, make a stand at that point in time. And I, I really enjoyed how we finished that, the half, you know, scoring. Uh, we had, you know, a play call down at the two yard line there where, um, you know, if we didn't get it, we had the second play called. So, you know, it was, it was knowing that we were ready to, we were playing for two plays. And then we could have used a timeout at that point if we needed to. But uh, first off, you know, Jalen made a heck of a catch on the sideline. We thought he scored, you know, but it was marked at the two. And um, 
we did a good job of you know finishing that drive off and then you know second half we started strong too and that's that was helpful um you know the two interceptions hurt us and like i like i mentioned earlier that you know we had more opportunities but we we gave up some field position with the turnovers and uh we just got to keep trying to correct ourselves you know make some personal changes and um i, I expect us to be better this weekend how did your team adapt to the heat? Because it was a warm one on uh, last Thursday night. I, I really felt our players were in good shape. Like we were just talking about it, one of the staff members and I today about, hey, did we feel like we were, um, you know, as good a shape as possible? And I did feel like we were in good shape. We didn't uh, have any players that showed, you know, um, signs of lack of conditioning. Uh, we were disciplined. I think we just had three or four penalties on the evening. Um, you know, we had a couple of guys with some cramps, um, but for the most part, you know, I thought we were in good condition. And we weren't initially high tempo um, offensively, but, um, you know, and both teams only had like 55, 60 plays. So there wasn't as many plays in the game maybe as, as some other games because both teams ran the ball relatively well. Uh, but, yeah, I feel good about the conditioning. Um, your ability – to uh, pass the football, did you did you like what you saw from your offense when you went into the passing game? You know, I really think that's an area that could be improved. We did complete sixty one percent of the passes, which is, is is really good. But our protection was not very good. That was one of the weaknesses of the night is our protection, um, which led to one of the interceptions. And uh, the, you know, Connor, you know, moved around a lot because he was forced to get out of the pocket. So we definitely have to improve our protection. But I, I liked the spacing of our past concepts and the fact that we did have a high completion percentage um, and the backs were involved in that as well. Um, but I think, again, I think there's a, there was a lot on the table that we didn't, we didn't take advantage of that we hope that we can maximize as we, as we head into the game too. Connor Cordich, your quarterback, was 13 of 21, 167 yards and a touchdown. Um, uh, and then he ended up bringing in Bryce Seavers, or Bryce Seavers had had uh, five completions and ten attempts. Um, tell me about Connor's game in particular. Connor has continued to mature as as a leader, as a player. Um, he weighs probably you know ten to fifteen pounds more than last year. I think he's about one ninety seven right now. You know, he had a bench press of three hundred pounds. He clocks in a four five twos and a forty. Um, you know, he came back uh, off the clavicle injury from last year stronger. Um, his arm strength is better. His uh, commitment to learning the offense is extremely high. Um, he's, he's very athletic, you know, so he's somebody that every defense is going to have to pay attention to that, you know, you don't want him loose um, outside the pocket. And at the same time, we're trying to help him continue to grow his pocket presence, um, step up when there is a pocket. and. You know, it's it's uh, it's always you know when a player makes a big play, um, you know you like that, of course. But we're just trying to help him continue to grow his knowledge of our system, and and, and get the ball out quicker, you know, quicker when he can. Um, but he's really growing, and, and his best is certainly ahead of him. And so far, you know, in his time that he's been with us last year, uh, for the five games, and then this this first game. He's, he's been efficient. You know, he completes balls and finds a way to move the chains, and ultimately that's what it's all about. All right. Um, 
one last question for you regarding the offense, and then we'll take a break and come back and talk some defense. Uh, Jalen Richardson had 89 total yards. Um, he paced your team in both receiving and rushing. Uh, 59 yards on five catches through the air, 30 yards and 11 carries on the ground. Uh, tell me a little bit about Jalen and uh, what he brings to the club. Yeah, Jalen's another second-year player, um, sophomore for us, that, that really is playing a lot more aggressively, um, more confidence, more locked in, more focus. And I think just elevating other, other players, you know, coming to our program, we have three, you know, running backs that we think are really strong, you know, physical runners. And I think yeah, as iron sharpens iron, you know, so does one person sharpen another, as scripture indicates. Um, and and, and Jalen's really, you know, benefited from the arrival of Jair Moore and Gayflor Flomo. Um, so we have kind of a three-headed monster there that are all physical backs. Um, at the same time, you know, he's maturing. He's more comfortable. He's taken on a stronger leadership role within our program. He's, he'll be one of the captains going into the Southwest State game. And, you know, he's – I, you know, if we can keep him healthy, I think he's have a big year. He's fast. He's explosive. He catches the ball well. We can line him up in a lot of different spots. Um, so I'm expecting him to, to really do some great things this season. All right. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some defense. And we'll uh, upcoming talk as well about this weekend's opponent at Southwest Minnesota State. They, were, they came up on the short end of a 31-21 tilt against UMD. That and more here on the Coaches Show. After this timeout, stay with us. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this Coaches Show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the Coaches Show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and Coaches Show. You're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And this is The Coach's Show, and we are joined now by Jalen Richardson. He is a sophomore for the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. And Jalen, um, of course, last week, good week for you. Uh, squad didn't get the win that you wanted to get, but uh, you had five rushes in the game. Um, you also uh, had... Uh, I should say five catches, but you also had 11 rushes for uh, 30 plus yards. Um, as you look back at the loss to Augustana, uh, what are some of the things that uh, you think that uh, as a whole, the team needs to be better prepared for or, or needs to do better? Uh, we just got to keep executing all four quarters. We can't play one half of a football game. We got to be able to play full four quarters, be able to ride out the whole game. And then we just, just got to execute running the ball was that we want to establish our run game no matter who we play, no matter team. So we got to come out and go establish our run game. Uh, you played a season for um, Northern Iowa. Uh, what made the – what made – wait a minute up your mind to, to change and to come to Concordia? Um, Concordia was offering me a better opportunity. Uh, you know, I have family that's from St. Paul, so being closer to some family – and then uh, just, you know, the brotherhood and the culture that we're changing and, and, and Ackerman down here in Concordia is a lot different. So uh, it was just a lot of different deciding factors. And, you know, my daughter being closer to my daughter as well. So it is a lot of factors that go into, you know, why I made the move down to Concordia. Um, last year, obviously, club only got one win. 
And it's disappointing when you're, when you're not winning football games, you, you, it's, it's hard to come to practice and, 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 and get out on the field week after week in and week out and not win games. Do you sense that um, the guys who are back this year have put that in the rear view mirror and, and view this season as a completely different thing? Oh yeah, we definitely have uh, coming in starting all the way from the summer, from the time last season ended, we all came together, you know, that will never happen again. Um, we had everyone back for the summer workout. Um, it's just a culture thing. I feel like the one in ten season was was deemed to happen, and it needed to happen in order to shift change. So, all all the players that were here, you know, we came back, we came together. It's a player led team this year, and, and and one in ten is something we don't stand for, and something you you won't see again out in Concordia football. I I know that everybody on this squad that is either aware of or knows or actually played with Chris Garrett, who uh, was part of the uh, Rams um, roster last year when they went and won the Super Bowl. Um, is that something you think that helps um, you know, guys think about coming to Concordia? And not necessarily good that you're going to make it to the NFL or that you're going to win a Super Bowl, but just the fact that players of that caliber can, will, and do play not only in this league, but on this team? Yes, sir. It motivates a lot of people, especially me, you know, a guy that wants to play at the next level, be successful at the next level. Um, we, you know, coaches show us all the time, you know, we have coaches watching our practices, our games, um, those type of things. So, yeah, that definitely fuels a lot of us on the team. Um, we have a lot of good players, you know, that we play against in this league that do go on to the next level. So, yeah, that, that is a big fueling factor for a lot of us. Um, you're, you're a hybrid. I mean, you're going to run the ball. As I said, you ran it 11 times for 30 yards. You had five receptions for 59 yards, uh, last week against Augustana. Uh, do you have a preference or do you just want the ball in your hands? Uh, I just want to, uh, put myself and my team in the best position to win, uh, anything, uh, whether it's running the ball, carrying the ball, you know, catching out the backfield, you know, I say I'm a four down back, you know, you can put me on all four downs, like run the ball, I can catch the ball, you know, I can stay in pass pro, anything you need me to do it, I'll do it, you know, special team. So anything that puts the team at success is, you know, my, is, is, is my main focus. Now you went to high school in Florida. Did you grow up there as well? Uh, I, I went to high school in, in Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, Kansas. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, it, so uh, so it wasn't a big shift for you then coming to Northern Iowa and then eventually Concordia for uh, – speaking of weather? Uh, the, the winters was the only thing I had to adjust to. <laughs> Besides that, uh, no, no. Um, the other big shift was – at Northern Iowa was, you know, it, it wasn't no city, you know, because I come from a big city. So then coming to St. Paul, I felt a little back at home, you know, being back in cities. For sure. Um, tell me about um, what you're studying at Concordia and uh, what types of things you hope to do with that once you do graduate. Okay, I'm studying uh, accounting and uh, minors in business management. So, uh, you know, I already have my own small business, you know, j Kicks. Uh, I resell shoes. I've been doing that for two years now. So getting that off the floor, uh, moving in the future, I do want to open, open up my own clothing brand and get back going and then tie in my shoe aspect in that as well. I have my own little retail store and, you know, be able to have multiple retail stores and, you know, around the U.S. or 
that that's that's plan A, one A, and then plan one B would just be you know using my accounting degree, um, doing taxes for small firms and helping out small businesses, and you know just trying to get back to small businesses and other businesses in the community, little things like that. Uh, tell me a little bit more about J Rich Kicks. Um, how 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 do I find that? Is, is, do you have a website for it right now, or what? What is that? Yeah. You said it's it's resale of shoes, or so are these are these shoes that are used? I don't know. Explain it to me. Okay, uh, so yeah, J Rich Kicks. Uh, I do have a website right now. My website is in production, so we're adding more shoes. Um, so I get in contract with some of the companies and. Um, I'm able to sell their shoes on my website, uh, brand new. Um, some are used. We buy and resell from, you know, other people like Hype Beast. I don't know if you heard of Hype Beast, but Hype Beast shoes, like, you know, brands like Off-White and, and, and Yeezy and things of that nature. But you can get shoes from brand new to use to, you know, wherever you need. All right. Good stuff. Well, good, Jalen. Uh, appreciate you spending some time with us today. Um, best of luck this weekend as you go to Southwest State, and of course, uh, best of luck with your uh, with your business ventures as well and in your entrepreneurship. Uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again uh, later on this season. Uh, thank you. All right, he is Jalen Richardson here on the Coaches Show. More with head coach Shannon Courier after this timeout. Stay with us. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And the Coaches Show rolls along. Wally Langfellow along with the coach Shannon Courier as we get set for week two of this 2022 campaign for the Golden Bears of Concordia. Um, all right, coach, let's uh, break down what happened on defense last week, um, what you were pleased with and some of the things that you know you're going to have to improve on um, in your game against Augustana, you gave up 28 points. You don't want to do that. You certainly want to keep team, you know, to uh, two touchdowns or less, but you gave up four. Um, start from the top. Uh, what did your uh, defensive line play look like? You know, we had a lot of players playing for the first time here. I think we just had uh, maybe one starter back in the defensive front. Uh, so we have a lot of younger guys rotating in. And, and I think we have a good group of young players that are going to grow and develop. So we're excited about the future of that group. Um, you know, and, and they played solid, you know, and, and the effort defensively was very strong. Like we talked about their zero loafs um, and they did some good things, but I still think there's um, opportunities for more dominance up front than we showed. Um, Augustana did have some success running the ball and, and the more we can hold our point up front and not get moved around laterally or vertically, you know, the better the defense is going to play. But, um, it was a solid effort, uh, considering that we had some questions and a couple injuries there. I feel like guys responded you know, well to the challenge they had up front. I, I'm going to ask you to, uh, to clarify for folks. I assume what you mean by zero loafs is there was no loafing on any play by a guy who might have just taken himself up because he was tired or was just was, was not engaged. Am I correct? Yeah, when we watched the video, it's not just even taking the playoff, but 
you know, at this level, if, if you're not a hundred percent effort, it's, it's noticeable. Um, so we're looking for a hundred percent effort, a hundred percent of the time. And that's what we, you know, if, even if you're running, you're not full speed, that's a low. Uh, so we're looking for just maximum effort. We have a lot of sub packages. We're playing a lot of players. So we, we expect our guys when they're altered to give it all they have. Um, and, and some are more, um, you know, accomplished defensive linemen. They played 35 plays in the game, which, you know, is, is a lot. But same time, if you're playing 30, 35 plays in the game, we expect that to be 100% effort. So that, that's what we did like. And then, you know, from a defensive uh, secondary, Cyrus McClure, the sophomore, had two interceptions, which was huge. You know, that, that helps quite a bit to get the ball turned over. It's been a big emphasis all camp of trying to get the ball out and, and get the turnovers. And then we had a freshman in our corner, uh, Zantavius Graham, that played fantastic. We're excited about him, true freshman. Uh, McKinley Eglin Young also um, played well at the other corner spot. And, and the defenses ran by Red Sheehan, our senior, six year senior free safety, who did a great job coming up and tackling as well. So, I, you know, linebacking core was solid. Um, Braden Hilgeman got his first start, sophomore linebacker, started the inside. And then we had a, a sophomore, Sam, and a redshirt freshman, Whip. Uh, weeks out linebacker. So, you know, a lot of youth in the defense, but I thought they played really well. And, and uh, you know, part of the scoring was, you know, two turnovers by the offense. One put them in a really good, favorable field position. And then a short punt uh, later in the game to increase, allow them to increase their lead by two scores uh, because we gave them the ball at the, at their, you know, at the plus 35 yard line. So, you know, yes, they scored four touchdowns, but, you know, two times, we didn't give him uh, the field position that we desired. You mentioned uh, running a lot of guys in in different packages and so on defensively. Um, do you anticipate doing that long term, or is are, are you just trying to kind of feel things out and see where you are right now this early in the season? Yeah, no, we we want to play as many players as we can. You know, we have okay. 130 guys on the roster. Um, we want to make sure that you know we're matching up the best we can against the defense that or the offense that we're seeing. So, you know, if the offense is in, you know, 10 uh, personnel, which would be one back and zero receivers, um, you know, we, we're going to have a package that for that. If they're in 12 personnel, one back, two tight ends, it, it'll be different players playing. So, because uh, teams like to do certain things from the, the, the personnel that they're putting on the field, and we're just trying to match that personnel with our personnel, um, and, and therefore, we can play players to their strengths. And, uh, and also, they can continue to go full speed if they're, you know, if they're getting 20 plays in the game, 25, 30 plays in the game. You know, that affords them also to, you know, be sustained for the year you know, because we're not, we're not putting them in a tough spot by playing every snap. Some players, of course, play every snap. But sure. uh, we're playing a lot of sub packages. That's, that's pretty common in the NFL, too. You know, I guess uh, – just basic terms, you know, nickel back, you know, when you have more receivers, you put an extra defensive back in the game, or right. we might put a heavier defensive front in the game if we feel like they're going to run the football or they're in heavy personnel. If they're in passing personnel, we may take take out a linebacker that might not be as quick as a defensive back that goes in the spot. So it's, it's a lot of personnel matchups, and it just allows more guys to be involved, and I think that's helpful too. So – um, I, we'll definitely continue doing that. And as, as we go, we'll, we'll be able to see exactly what players are good at so we can continue to maximize 
you know, their, their abilities in the game. Sure. Makes sense. Um, all right. Let's talk about uh, Southwest Minnesota state here before we wrap things up. Uh, they lost to Duluth 31 21 last weekend. Um, but as you know, that game was close right down to the end before Duluth pulled away. Um, this is another tough test for your squad coming up, but what do you know about them as far as their offense and their defense? Yeah, their, their offense is led by their running back, who's a bruiser. He had 180 yards against us last year when they, they beat us in St. Paul. Um, so we got to stop him. You know, it comes down to that, honestly, on, on our defense. We got to stop the big guy. Uh, he's a physical back. Uh, I think he had 165 yards against Duluth. Um, he's got quick feet. He can stick his foot in the ground and get vertical. Um, so that's, that's kind of, you know, that they, everything goes and starts with him. And then from a defense standpoint, they're three, four defense. They, they fly around well, they move a lot. Um, you know, they, they like to keep everything in front of them and not give up the big play and make you drive down the field and not make mistakes. So it'll be essential for us just to execute and be efficient with their offense. So we can continue drives and not get into long and long yardage situations. And then their special teams are just solid. And, you know, that's an area that we want to continue to grow and improve uh, because we want to win that phase every week. Uh, we put a lot of time and effort in that preparation. So we want to win that phase. And we, we expect to win one of the other two phases. And if we can win two or three phases, you know, that's favorable for us. You mentioned that they run a 3-4. Is that something you think you're going to see more of this year? Or is this uh, something that Southwest Minnesota State does um, uniquely? What's unique about this, this group here is they have a new coach. He's the old uh, St. Cloud State head coach, Coach Underwood, who's been in football a long time, has had a lot of success in St. Cloud, um, and, and he's kind of a 3-4 guy. Uh, so we only have one game film to really look at uh, because, ironically, his defensive coordinator, St. Cloud, was Augustana's defensive coordinator and has a little bit different front than what St. Cloud does. Uh, so we don't have a lot of um, data or or video to, to watch and know exactly what they're going to do. Um, but there's not a lot of three, four teams in our league. Most teams are four man fronts. So this will be one of the few teams that uh, that's, that's a three, four look. Yeah. All right, coach. Um, good chatting with you again this week. We will uh, talk to you again next week. And hopefully we're talking about a one and one uh, golden bear squad going into week three. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. He is Shannon Courier the head coach of the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. I'm Wally Langfellow. You've been listening to The Coaches Show. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.